Good morning. Happy 4th of July from Jawbreakers Podcast. If you thought we were taking this week off, you're dead wrong. There's too many Monday holidays in this time of year, and we can't take them all off, so here we are. I guess it's a Tuesday holiday, but you get the point. So, uh, happy 4th of July. Like I said, we watched Dinner in America, which is a great movie that came out in 2020. Neither Alexis or I saw it when it came out, but it is available on Hulu now, and I recommend watching it before you listen to this episode, although you don't have to because we don't actually spoil anything. Hopefully it just makes you want to go watch it afterwards, if nothing else. So um, I think we both really enjoyed the movie. I think you'll hear more about that, of course. If you want to become a patron, that'd be great. It's uh, lowest option is only $2 a month, which is super affordable, I think. But also just listening to the show and leaving reviews and telling your friends and all that also is supportive on different levels. So also very much appreciated and thank you for being here. Oh, happy 4th of July again. I don't know why I'm celebrating this more than any other holiday I've celebrated recently on this show, but here we are, and yeah, if you want to send us an email, it's network at gmail.com. You can send us anything. You can send us pictures, voice memos, um, anything that you want us to include in the show, or if you have ideas for us, whatever you think. All of your thoughts are welcome over there, and that's it. I hope you enjoy the episode. You're listening to Jawbreakers, the show hosted by the Pittsburgh area's top trend forecasters, Alexis and Susie. Grab some candy in your headphones, pull up a seat near a super loud railroad track, and get ready for pop culture news so fake, you'll have to wonder if they're lying. So I have one that you'll love and one that you'll hate. I know that to be a fact about both of these. <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, hate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, a fruit jumbo jelly beans. They're jumbo jelly beans. Why would you want jelly beans bigger? <laughs> I really don't know. I can understand someone tossing jelly beans back in their throat yeah sure it's i, like, I it's get poppable it it's, size it's not right it's fucked up this is like a two bite jelly bean that's disgusting like i think i would be unhappy chewing this where'd you find this oh you got the purple one. Oh, you got three purple ones. <laughs> is this an omen <laughs> i just jumped dumped three jumbo purple jelly beans in my I don't want three. That's like someone... You just rolled 666. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> I do not want... I'll eat one purple. Why are there so many yellows? After you dumped out half the bag, you got a bunch of yellows there, too. Yeah. Okay, I got... Now I have pink, yellow, green, purple. Alright, I got yellow, green, pink, purple, orange, and red. The full rainbow? I got the full rainbow. Wow, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Pride Month's over. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have to. That is soft. Uh uh. It's too much jelly bean. This is like a jumbo peep, which I would enjoy. Did you? I would love. Oh man. If you ever get me in the woods, I didn't have a s'more until I was an adult. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you give me a peep, I would. I've never put a peep on a stick over a fire. That's a bucket list item. I'm a big fan of s'mores. I never had a s'more until I was an adult. I like the green jelly bean. 
I didn't have a swore until I was an adult. Hmm. Not a big campfire family. Well, uh, it's probably illegal in the desert, like 300 days a year. Um, there's something about the Titanic that I didn't mention that I've been thinking about a lot lately. The whole like beginning of the movie was I'm trying to find this diamond. Yeah. At the end of the movie, Rose, old Rose, is on top of the ship after reminiscing about Jack and everything. And so Rose, in like, what year did that come out? 1997? In 1997, throws the diamond back in the ocean. Okay, so I've had yellow, I've had green. I don't get these in the same ways I don't get, um, like, sweet tarts. They are kind of sweet tart. And that, like, they're not super flavorful, but they're not taking any risks either. There's nothing fun about it. Like, I don't like almond I'm joy, but in... I get why people like it, because it's like, almond. I for, I'm sure we've talked about this. Do you like Mounds? Like Mounds bars? No. I love a Mounds bars. Because I like the dark chocolate with the coconut. I'm not a huge coconut fan, but I like it in that instance. How do you feel about almonds? Um, I'll eat an Almond Joy, but I've never bought an Almond Joy. I've personally, like, if you looked through, like, my bank statement, I have personally purchased a Mounds Bar at least a couple times. And so, do you know what I thought of since last week? In the middle of Oops, I Did It Again. I've literally, this hasn't made sense to me. Britney Spears is talking to some man, and there's they do, like, a little skit in the middle of the song. And she's like, but I thought the old lady dropped it in the ocean in the end. <gasps> and he's like, I went down and got it for you. Oh, shit. So in the music video, is it the Titanic diamond? I didn't watch the music video. That's just in the song. Uh, it's probably in the music it's video, probably too. In the, it's probably the diamond from... That song came out in 2000. You've been thinking about that for a week? I mean, not continuously. <laughs> I've had other thoughts. <laughs> These jelly beans suck. <laughs> Are you holding only green ones? I'm looting the green ones. <laughs> the green ones? They're the only tolerable one. From the bottom of my heart, <laughs> don't taste any better to me than the rest of them. I like them. They're all just the same. On a jelly bean. I haven't gotten to the purple one yet. Mm, the purple one is a treat. You're going to love that. If you ever need to make a birthday cake for someone you hate, you should put purple jelly beans on it. Ooh, that is sour, baby. Is I it just... getting more sour over time? Yeah, it honestly is. It tastes different from the last time I tried it. I just took a couple sprays of blue raspberry warheads. New season just premiered. Mm-hmm. Uh, claim to fame spoilers. Claim to fame for We're going to go two. over it the every episode, so buckle Season in. two and probably season one. Oh, wow, this purple one is bad, huh? It's really bad. Claim to fame, it's hosted by Kevin and Franklin Jonas, Mm -hmm. which is the oldest Jonas and the bonus Jonas. The premise of the show is that 12 contestants go and live in a house. All of the contestants have a celebrity relative that they're trying to keep secret. There's, like, clues throughout the house. There's challenges every week, whatever. New, so we got the 12 new people. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't reveal who anyone was in the first episode, like, during the episode. Is that what happened in last season? Yeah, they told us Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter and Simone Biles' sister. Mm. Like. Just, like, they just revealed it to the audience? Yeah, like, it was, like, them sitting in the chair. Uh, Like, who are you? Oh, I'm Simone Biles' sister. Gotcha. We don't know much yet. Not a lot to work with. Don't know the personalities much. Mm -mm. And so, like, the whole... They did a talent show this time. 
Right. They try to eliminate each other so the person at the end who, like, doesn't get found out wins. And we get $100,000. Right. Okay, so there's one character. Character. <laughs> and there's there's one hint that's, like, an astronaut and, like, a Nobel, Pe- a Nobel Peace Prize. Just Nobel Prize, yeah. Nobel Prize. And everybody thinks... It's Buzz Aldrin's something. That's so stupid. First of all, it could be any astronaut. It could also be a movie with an astronaut. It could be a song with an astronaut. Right. That's it the thing be, about those they, clues. It could be they want an MTV Moon Man. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> These clues are, like, so vague. Really, the thing that ends up giving everyone away is, like, things they say uh-huh. or, like, what they look like. Right. I don't know why they specifically think that guy... Right. That's, like, the mistake they made last season was... Assuming this one guy was George Lucas's grandson, uh-huh. or Steven Spielberg's grandson, they didn't know that he turned out to be Chuck Norris's grandson. <laughs> like they were just going off of whatever thoughts they had. I thought that was going to happen again this time. I thought they were going to make a stupid mistake in the first guessing uh-huh. round. Did on the first guessing round last time? Did like nobody? Well, Chuck Norris's grandson got eliminated because he was using his phone secretly. <gasps> He was cheating? He was using his phone. And then Franklin had to be like, we take it very serious. <laughs> and then they were like, God, we were going we were gonna guess Steven Spielberg's grandson. And he was very confused about that. Confused and upset. The guy who was guessing his name's Hugo might be related to an astronaut. We don't know why anyone well, fucking thinks that. Because there was, a, there was a hint of a bee. A bumblebee. Again, though. A bumblebee next to an astronaut. Yeah, he pulled up. This one girl who was really nervous because her celebrity relative was very famous and she made a big point about that. And then also dropped a bunch of hints about herself in her performance for the talent show, which was a stupid idea. Which was like, clearly, I have the most famous person here. He is really talented. The world loves him. Yeah. And there was a bench on the clue wall. So Tom Hanks was her uncle. Mm -hmm. And Hugo guessed Tom Hanks and she... Literally everyone thought it was Tom Hanks. I don't know. I, maybe well, there it was, was just, a moment time to go. where her and Hugo were like looking at the wall, and he was like, "Well, that's probably Tom Hanks." And she was like, "Tom Hanks is too famous to be here." Yeah. So Hugo guessed her. She was out. She started yelling at him. Did that happen at all in the last season? Yeah. Really? Whoopi's granddaughter got pretty upset. But that was different because they she had been on for, like, more than half the episodes already. So she, like, had alliances that were broken in that moment. That's right. part of why she was upset. This girl, you went through one episode of this <laughs> shitty-ass TV show, and you're like... She was you thought you were yelling. She was screaming. Screaming, run, going all throughout the house, making a huge spectacle about herself. She said, I should have gotten more camera time. Just total, like, diva breakdown. It was crazy. <laughs> Over getting eliminated in Claim to Fame. On the first week. Like, there was somebody who did bat- shooting hoops because his brother, he said his brother is an athlete, but uh-huh. we know that he's lying about the athlete part. And, and yeah, and he shot hoops and he did terrible. Right, but he didn't have to reveal anything about himself except that he's not good at basketball. It was very silly. So, yeah, that's the update on Claim to Fame. Uh-huh. Tom Hanks' niece is out. I'm kind of glad. She did, as part of her breakdown, say that's the only movie with a bench in it. <laughs> but Dinner in America has a bench in it. Yeah. All right. Has anybody here seen Dinner in America? 
Let's go around. Vienna's seen it. Vienna's seen it at least once. Yeah. I don't know. It's a movie. Has a has some American flags in it. Yeah. It's about e- eating dinner. The colors are like red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, it came out in 2020. That's... Directed and written by Adam Ramier. It's your classic, like, rom-com coming of age. Yeah. It's a coming of age dark comedy. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you watched a new one of these? Like, oh, I know it's not while. like brand new, but like a new one to you. Yeah, no, it's been a while. I'm kind of surprised nobody's like, I guess it came out in 2020. So like, it's hard to say like. It probably got swamped out. Yeah. Like yeah. there was a lot going on, you know? We had a lot of shit to watch. Yeah. Nobody was really talking about it. Even if they did watch it, they probably watched four other movies that day. Right. It's like. If Wes Anderson was more punk rock, it has he was some actually Anderson punk elements. rock, like it would like Wes Anderson. There's a ter- there's a trend on TikTok right now where people mm-hmm. do like a Wes Anderson style TikTok. So like everything's just super symmetrical and like bright colors and stuff. And I think they all look pretty cool and honestly pretty like in his style. Uh-huh. Someone asked Wes Anderson about it. I was going to say, yeah. And he was like, I think it's stupid. When I saw that, I was like... That's so rude. Like, I've never really thought about Wes Anderson since I was, like, 19. He just sort of drains out of your brain. Yeah, but when I read that, I was like, oh, he's kind of a prick. Yeah, and then that's also not surprising. I just feel like he's maybe a little full of himself. Also because people put so much effort into those, they're not... It's not just a throwaway... It's never like, oh, I can do Wes Anderson too. It's like a, oh, I want to do something like, it's to appreciate Wes Anderson. Like no one's like, yeah, trying to shit on him or anything like that. Like, like I don't if there was um, oh my god, what's his name? If there was a Jake Novak of Wes Anderson, I would understand why he would be mad. Right. Yeah. So Dinner in America is this punk guy, and this community college dropout girl cross paths and end up making music together the punk guy's like i don't know what the fuck his problem is he likes drugs too much he likes drugs he's he kind of lies yeah he's just like taking pills he's just a, like degenerate yeah his parents are rich uh-huh. and then patty like might be special probably is special needs she works at the pet store for a while uh-huh. gets fired has to get a new job, but meets um Meet, meets this what's guy. his name? His name is Kyle, or Simon. Simon. Oh, and then he goes by John Q. Oh right, okay, so actually I don't know if I wanna spoil this movie. <laughs> I feel like people should it? actually watch it. Okay. If you haven't watched also, I think they're all a little bit older. They're it's not like in high post school. right. So it's like fun if you haven't watched like a coming of age. If you're in your mid-twenties, it's actually likable. Like, I think it's hard to find a coming-of-age movie right now that you and I could like. Coming-of-age movies. Um, I really liked Booksmart. Never seen it. What else you got? <laughs> I'm just, I just don't want to read it out loud. One of the first ones that comes up is After. <laughs> Under that is Honey Boy. Is this based on my... Res- like- I was going to say... <laughs> Let's look at this IMDb list. Honey Boy again. I just don't know about that. 
Call Me By Your Name, obviously a hit. Ladybird, obviously a hit. Never seen it, never seen it. I saw Call Me By Your Name. I'm wrong. Well, because also, are you open to watching a movie that has Timothy Chalamet in it? Who? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're not, then there's not going to be many coming-of-age movies. Uh, name the ones watch. with him. Call Me By Your Name. S- seen it. Ladybird. That he's an also in labor Ladybird. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one that plays the Paris Hilton song? I don't. What is that called? So. Ladies. He's in Little Women. I think it's in that one. He's also in Little Women. He's in Don't Look Up. Oh, I've seen that one. That's a coming of age movie. I think we're stretching. I'm, I'm the... just. I'm just lying now. <laughs> <laughs> Are He's you in gonna the... call Charlie the Chocolate Factory? Uh, it's up? called Wonka, actually. <laughs> when does that movie? I was come about out? to say, when is Wonka really December fifteenth? Jesus Christ of this year? Yeah. Um, Timothy Chalamet is also in The Kardashians. <laughs> hey. I think he's in a Jenner, actually. He's dating Kylie. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All about Wonka. Wow, I can't wait for that. That's going to be good. Are they going to have a midnight premiere? Hell yeah. In the middle of December? <laughs> yep. I'm dressing up. As what? Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to that one theater we went and saw Transformers at. Mm-hmm. With the really comfy chairs. I'm going to beat Grandpa Joe. Um, What were we talking about? Dinner in America. Mm, okay. It is a gr- it's a great movie. It's fun. It's you see like a young adult learn about herself and meet some punk guy and they just go on an adventure. Yeah. And the, but there's also like nothing too dangerous. Like yeah. there's not a lot of like fear. It's kind of realistic. Yeah, kind of. It's nothing like too out of out of range. I don't know if it's a black comedy. I don't think it's that crazy. Maybe like gray. It was released at 2020 Sundance. The person who played Patty, her name's Emily Skeggs. And her photo on Wikipedia is when she was at Transmarch San Francisco 2017. Has she been in a lot of other things? So I'm look- Film credits. Oh, she was in The Miseducation of Cameron Post. Did you see that one? No. Did you? Yeah. It has Chloe Grace Moretz in it. Oh. It's, like a, it's about like a lesbian that has to go to um, conversion camp. She was in a Broadway performance of Alison Bechtel's Fun Home, which is like a lesbian staple. Who is she? <laughs> um, and then the other thing that's really important from Dinner in America is it just has a really good original song in it. You should watch the movie and then listen to it on repeat. For the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's like, is like if Nick and Nora were cooler characters. I agree. Because I kept thinking of Nick and Nora, but I was like, maybe that's just because that's the most recent coming of age movie I watched. Right. No, it's if they were cooler and like actually more punk rock, but it's, instead they're a little hippie, a little hipster. A little hipster and a little bit like trying hard. Mm-hmm. The two characters in this movie, like, legitimately do not not, give a fuck. No, they actually, like, they're not tryhards at all. They're exactly... Whatever the opposite is. Right. 
Which is funny, too, because the guy has rich parents. Like, he's in many ways a poser. Yeah. But he's doing it. Right. He's not scared of nothing. Neither is she. She has no one to impress. Yeah, nothing to lose. Do you know what else was a good movie? Huh? The Lion King. Which one? One and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Fly one and a half. Do you remember that one? Yeah. I think I've seen that one more than any other Lion King. (laughs) Have you seen the live action one? With uh, Billy Eichner? Yeah. No. Uh, is he the only notable person in that? Literally Beyonce's in it. <laughs> you have seen, You have no. not seen it? Oh. I've only seen clips of Billy Eichner recording voices for it. Okay. Because I looked that up. Is he Timon? Who else could he be? No, I know. <laughs> Rafiki. I don't remember who. <laughs> I feel like Simba, um, Donald I'm, Glover. I'm sorry. You said who? Simba? I think it's pronounced Simba. <laughs> okay. Um, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa, right? No, he's Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, he's Pumbaa. And then Beyonce is... Um, Nala. Yeah. Yeah, Donald Glover is Simba. James Earl Jones is Mufasa. <laughs> Who's Scar? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Okay. How did you land on Dinner in America? Uh, I think that was on Hulu. I just like clicking things. And then I was pleasantly surprised. You know how in the first Lion King, the original, the cartoon? Yeah. There's that one hyena that just looks like Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. And then it is Whoopi Goldberg? Uh Uh-huh. I was watching it in Spanish, and I knew it was Whoopi Goldberg, because I remembered when I was a kid, I was like, this looks like Whoopi Goldberg. Why is it that when I watched Hercules, also in Spanish... And that one little god is running around. I was like, why does this guy look like Danny DeVito? And it's literally voiced by Danny DeVito. Do they just put an Easter egg celebrity in all those cartoons? Like, what is that? These are like classic cartoons at this point, right. And they randomly have Whoopi and Danny DeVito in them. Like, the rest of them are like majestically drawn lions. You don't think baboon. They, they sound like them? And maybe that's why you're... I watched it in Spanish. Oh. It doesn't sound... It's not no, even it's the not same, same voice. voice. But I was like, oh my god, this is Whoopi Goldberg. Danny De- Do you remember what he looks like no. in her... Look it. I'm going to show you. They spent so much time animating these beautiful movies and then just randomly... <laughs> that does look like Danny DeVito. And he like moves like Danny DeVito. Oh, this came out in 1997. Same year as Titanic. Which is better? Be honest. Um, I remember Titanic more than I remember Hercules. <laughs> okay. Um, that's all I have to say. Um, part of why I watched this movie so many times was because the first time I watched it, I promptly... Rewatched it? Cut the tip of my finger off. And then I was drinking alcohol to change the bandage. Like I was a World War One veteran, <laughs> because it hurt so fucking bad. Uh-huh. So I would take a shot, and then I would ch- rip the bandage off. It wasn't that quick, but I'll spare everyone. Uh-huh. And then I was in the spirit because I was drinking the same alcohol that I had when I watched this movie. 
And then I was like a little bit drunk. And then I would think to myself, wouldn't it be nice to watch this movie again? And then 24 hours later, I'd have to change the bandage again. And then you just. And then I'd take a shot. And then I'd be in the headspace. You were taking a shot of what kind of liquor? Um. You were taking a shot of that every time you did it. I thought you were like making drinks of it. I was also making. Well, because then after I took a shot, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, that was good. I should probably just put that in a drink. Instead of taking a shot of Seagram slime. But now my finger is just out. And I don't have to watch this movie every day anymore. You st- but I did have to do that for like six days. <laughs> Anyways, fuck, Mary kill. Simon, Patty. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, I want to say something. Okay. The character of Patty. Yeah. Could not exist. Without... The movie Superstar by Molly Shannon. So similar. It's like this young girl who, awkward, obsessed with the boy, sits in her bed, masturbates, literally looks exactly like her. (laughs) I don't know about that, but... Except the hot guy in Superstar was Will Ferrell, so take that as you will. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's plenty of context where this guy's not hot. Yeah, I guess I could see a picture of this guy and be like, that's the hot guy in the movie. Right, or Will Ferrell, that's not a dead giveaway. Right. We don't know that for sure from the poster. No. Fuck, Mary kill. Will Ferrell. Uh Elf. And, um... The other one's Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy, Elf, or Will Ferrell? Yep. On this, okay. Um, um, I probably kill Elf. Cause he's annoying. Yeah, and I could I could get away with like fucking Ron Burgundy. You're gonna marry Will. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, think about it. If I marry Will, I've got Julia Louis Dreyfus, <laughs> for example, for a friend. I've got uh, Rachel Dratch. Easy. Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. Uh, the guy from uh, Night at the Roxbury. Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Um, probably Kyle Mooney. Probably. I mean, I don't think it's hard to get to Kyle Mooney, but <laughs> I, think I you, could. I think all you got to do is send him an invite. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to marry Will. Fuck Ron Burgundy, because that's fine. And kill Elf. I can't imagine marrying or fucking Elf, to be honest. I don't know how Zoe Deschanel did it. <laughs> it's the biggest... I can't suspend my disbelief for that part of that movie. <laughs> I don't believe it. I sooner believe he's a biological child of Santa Claus than... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just draw the line. You're telling me Elf had intimacy with someone? I don't think And it so. was Zoe Deschanel? Absolutely not. No did way. not happen. No chance. Calling bullshit. For that movie, do you think they did like um, chemistry screen tests? I don't think they fucking? did. I really don't think they did. I think they forgot to do that. They're like, I don't know. Will's a great elf, and uh, Zoe Deschanel's a great whatever that character's name is. <laughs> it's Zoe Deschanel. I think Emily Deschanel would have had better chemistry. Really? You mean that? I think Emily Deschanel could do any role Zoe Deschanel is in. <gasps> oh. 
But I don't think Zoe Deschanel could be on Bones. <laughs> Have you watched New Girl yet? Do you think you need to? I've, to like fully I'm believe in this? I'm not interested in New Girl at all. Oh, you to back up my claim? Yeah. So to back up your claim, no, all you have point. is an elf to I've say that. I've seen elf. <laughs> and some of Bones. She was in a stoner fantasy comedy with Danny McBride and James Franco. What's it called? Oh, that's funny. Your Highness. <laughs> Great name. Do you think Emily Deschanel could have starred in Your Highness? Um. Well, let's put it this way. There's four, four stars in Your Highness. And only three of them are on the cover, and it's not Zoe Deschanel. So I think Emily Deschanel could have done it. <laughs> James Franco got a Razzie nomination for this. Movie. A what? A Razzie. <laughs> what is a Razzie? You know, it's funny. I forgot about Razzies until today when it came up on Claim to Fame. It's a golden raspberry celebrating the worst in film. Well, see you next week on Claim to Fame. <laughs>